0: Lob Talk Radio. What's
1: going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it. Back at it. Back at it. Again. <laughs> I'm back at it again, man. Salutes to everybody. Dakota J, see you in the building. Salutes to all the savages. Boy, oh boy. We have quite a bit to talk about today. The New York Jets are being assigned hard knocks, according to all the reports. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing training camp that's coming up as well. The New York Jets have announced their training camp dates. We're going to be discussing some positions, too, Call in 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. This hard knocks assignment, according to reports, uh, I know some people are not happy about it. We're going to be discussing that. So let me go ahead and get into the show, all right? I am the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love thinking about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show, all right? Your boy is also on iTunes as well. Come on over to iTunes, all right? Type in the Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast on there, and leave me a rating, a five-star rating if you could, all right? Leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I am doing here on the show, all right? Get a lot of people saying Joe, all right. And I see the feedback, and I want to thank you all for that. Please continue to feed me, uh, to give me that feedback. I enjoy uh, hearing from y'all. All right, your boys also okay. <laughs> also on Twitter as well. Come on over to Twitter at the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. All right, follow me. I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth. Love talking to people on there, and you can also catch the show live. Okay, a lot of people don't know that. You know, apparently there are some people that don't know. You know. So a lot of people run into my show and they go, "Whoa, Joe, we didn't know you streamed the show live while you you know we like your takes, we like what you what you're saying, we like uh, everything that you have to to talk about with the team and everything but uh man, we didn't know you looked uh, good, man. we didn't know that you were an attractive fellow we didn't know that you were a guy that was so handsome and i want I just want to say ladies, thank you, you know, thank you for." The love, you know, who am I? Okay, I'm just a, I'm not an arrogant guy. I'm just being me, you know? So I want to thank everybody, the ladies for the love, telling me how handsome I am. All right, I'm just a regular guy just out here doing my thing. But if you want to check out the show live and you want to get involved with the savages, you want to know why I call my chat the savages? Oh, best believe it's because they're <laughs> everybody okay (laughs) even me they don't like your take they gonna let you know all right off the bat they don't like your take they will let you know trust and believe okay but uh yeah come on over to YouTube if you want to chill with the savages if you want to chill with us salutes to all the savages in the building Dakota J GVH everybody watching salutes okay we'll come to y'all in a second put y'all questions in the chat we're gonna go back and forth with everybody. All right, But if you want to check the show out live, you want to check out what we do here, you want to get involved with the savages, you want to become a savage, come on over to YouTube, okay? Come on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? That's how you do it. That's how you get involved with what we're doing over here And, uh, you know, we love going back and forth with people, trust. We love going back and forth with people, all right? Now, callers, we'll get to y'all in just a second. Justin, I see you on the line. We'll come to you in a second, all right? We're going to talk a little bit about hard knocks, all right? I want to get my takes out here real quick, and then we're going to go to the lines, and we're going to go to the people, okay? Listen, according to reports, the New York Jets have been assigned hard knocks. And boy, oh, boy, Some people are happy, but there's quite a bit of people that are upset. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to get into it. All right. Listen, the jets were in the running for hard knocks with the saints, the bears and the commanders. But according to the reports that are swirling and leaking around and have leaked, the New York jets will be assigned hard knocks this upcoming season. Now, Of course, we all know, and I believe everybody, I think, knows why, right? We got Aaron Rodgers. We're a team that has a lot of expectations. Uh, A lot of people have eyes on us. We got six primetime games this upcoming season. The cameras are flashing. The lights are bright. Okay, nowhere else is hotter than in New York right now, all right? But much to the chagrin of our head coach, Robert Sulla, we get assigned this according to these reports. Now, keep in mind, Coach Robert Seller, the head coach of the New York Jets, has made it very clear that he is not interested in, in hard knocks. Okay, He's made it very clear. All right? He made it clear uh, privately, according to reports, and also publicly. Right, He came out during a press conference where they were talking about things. I believe it was June 9th he did that. And he was talking about different stuff that was going on with the team and talking about the tackles, and they asked him about – Hard Knocks, and if, you know, if you knew if the Jets were going to make it or not or if they were going to be on on the show. And he immediately said, listen, okay, I'm I'm good on that. There's a lot of other teams around the league that would love that opportunity, but we are not one of them. You know, basically saying, hey, don't put us on Hard Knocks, okay? We good, all right? We good, okay? Now, crazy that we still got to sign Hard Knocks, (laughs) even though he said that. But a lot of people are looking at it and going, okay, well, Sella just said that, but that, that's, that's whatever. Uh, there's also a player currently on the New York Jets that came out and said that he didn't, want to, he didn't want Hard Knocks to be here either, and that was Justin Hardy. Justin Hardy came out, I believe, in April and said, hey, we good over here. Hard Knocks, don't come over here. Okay? We're good. We do not want to be on Hard Knocks. We need to focus. That would be a distraction. And I find it very, very interesting that there's a lot of fans that are basically saying, this is not a problem. Hard knocks, put us on TV, do it. I don't care what anybody says. Sulla should be able to coach through this. And I'm saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll get to the lines in just a second. I'm saying, whoa, 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 okay? Listen here. When you look at the situation, Coach Robert Sulla right now is in a tough position, all right? And I think that Coach Sulla looks at hard knocks as a complete distraction, something that can become a real problem here, especially with all the things that we already have coming. The hoopla that came with Aaron Rodgers, pretty big, right? I think Sulla wants the team to focus on the task at hand, and he wants, wants the team to get ready for a season that has major expectations attached to it. All right? major expectations. There are Jets fans literally saying it's Super Bowl or bust. Real talk, Super Bowl or bust. As a matter of fact, keep it all the way real, does anybody remember just recently people were saying that Sulla would be on the hot seat and should be fired if the Jets don't make the playoffs? There were Jets fans literally saying that, that Sulla should be fired if the Jets make the playoffs but don't make a deep run. We should get rid of them. That's literally what, what fans were saying. And there were some in the media that were saying that as well. Hell, I'll take it even a step further. Does anybody remember when people were saying that Joe Douglas should be fired if the Jets don't make the playoffs? Recently, very recently. I do shows. You guys can go back and listen to that. We talked about it. So I think that Robert Seller knows what's up here. The Jets are all in right now and are trying to do whatever it takes to get to that, that next level, right, become one of those upper echelon teams and get that W and get that ring. They want to win it all. Aaron Rodgers has even been talking about it, getting another Lombardi trophy because the one we got in the case is lonely. They understand the expectations and the pressure that's with this upcoming season. And something like hard knocks they feel, or at least I feel, Robert Sulla looks at it like this is something that could really cause a problem here and, and cause us to lose focus and cause a distraction. Distractions along the NFL have never been welcomed with NFL teams. Never, Okay. You look at the New York Jets, we are a franchise that has been marred by distractions, okay? Look at all the distractions we've had in our franchise history. Geno Smith getting his jaw broken, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the nonsense we had to deal with with him, right? Anybody remember that? The mutiny, full-blown mutiny, Todd Bowles lost control of the locker room. You had half the locker room that wanted Ryan Fitzpatrick to be a starter. The other half wanted Geno Smith. You had Sheldon Richardson going after Brandon Marshall. Anybody remember that? Then we moved on from that. Then we had a bunch of distractions with the coaching issues that we had. Then we ended up, right? After getting rid of Todd Bowles, we ended up with Adam Gaze. And then Adam Gaze and Mike McCagnon were going after that was a complete distraction. Then Mike McCann gets fired after a draft and free agency. And then we're left with put Adam Gaze, we bring in <laughs> we bring in Joe Douglas, thank goodness. But we were stuck with Adam Gaze, and look how much of a distraction he was. My goodness. That guy was the worst coach the New York Jets have ever had, and I would say he's the worst coach possibly ever in the NFL. Right? Look at all the stuff that came with him. You had players leaking stuff to the media, guys speaking up left and right, guys putting stuff out on Twitter just going off. Then look what all the other distractions we had coming out of that. Look at the stuff with uh, Jamal Adams. My goodness. Jamal Adams was literally an active Jet on the roster. He was our safety. He was on the roster, and he was telling fans, Cowboy fans, publicly, right, out in the public, hey, I'm trying to come become a Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> this was active. While he was on the active roster, this was publicly he did that. Never mind the fact he also did an a interview with Manish Mehta, right, and he's still on the Jets' roster did an interview with Manish Mehta where he literally bashed the New York Jets staff and called Joe Douglas a liar. Insanity. All these distractions we had, right? All these distractions, all these issues. Then guess what happened? When the New York Jets cut off those distractions, pushed them out the door, Joe Douglas, Robert Sulla in the building, running things, quieted all that noise, all that noise that we had. They quieted it all down, shut it all off. Got rid of it all. Even guys that could be a distraction, like Elijah Moore, what'd they do to him? Jettison him. Get him out of here. You want to go? You're gone. Right? Jamal Adams, you want to go? You're gone. They got rid of all these – shut out all the noise. That's when the New York Jets became good. (laughs) That's when we got better. We silently started to build, drafting, acquiring quality free agents, doing what it takes to get to the next level, right? Right? pushing out all of those distractions, shutting out all that noise, put us in a position to where we have a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame, Super Bowl, MVP guy, first ballot Hall of Famer, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL. He we really had him look over at us and say, you know what? That's the team I select to play. I want to be a New York Jet. When all the distractions were pushed out, Aaron Rodgers turned and said, you know what, that's a quality-ran organization. I want to go over there and play, dog. And now we got people running around here saying distractions are good. The Jets should welcome this. The Jets should welcome distractions. I saw somebody on one of the guys talking on ESPN saying, "Uh, yeah, the Jets should welcome this distraction. That's how you get better. You deal with distractions. No, you – what? That has never been something – that team's welcome in the NFL. Teams have passed on free agents because they could possibly be distractions. Teams have gotten rid of players because they could possibly be a distraction or they were becoming a distraction. Teams have not drafted players. They have been drafts where players have literally tumbled down the draft board because teams believe that they could come in their facility and become a distraction. You look at the New England Patriots, and I'm going to end it with this because I'm hot. <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm not gonna lie, because I am tired of fans doing this. I'm tired of people in the media saying this. That they always flipping it. Distractions are now good when it comes to the New York Jets. But let me tell you something: the Patriots have been over there in Foxborough, shutting out distractions and doing business the correct way for years. That's why they've been winners and they've dominated our division. Right? Dynasty. What is Bill Belichick known for doing? Focusing, preparing, shutting out distractions. When you come to New England, I don't give a crap who you are. You will fall in line, you will become a good troop, and you will do your job. That is literally their motto, do your job. And if you don't fall in line, be a good troop, and do your job, you won't be a patriot for long. (laughs) Trust that. We've seen it. They've gotten rid of people that have caused issues there, or – were becoming an issue there, a slight issue. They'll get you up out of there quickly. And look how many Super Bowls Billitek has won. And I understand that Hard Knox was here with Rex Ryan. I believe it was in two thousand and ten and we'll get to the lines in just a second. Mateen I see you we're coming. I understand they were here with Rex Ryan and I love Rex. Everyone knows I believe that Rex Rex is my favorite New York Jets head coach Herman Edwards was right there as well but Rex is my favorite everyone knows that I love Rex Ryan but when Rex was here that was a different time Rex was a different coach that was a different staff Rex welcomed that he welcomed that kind of circus atmosphere he welcomed those lights He, he Rex was all ego okay all ego bravado he was verbose he would stand up on the podium, stand up on the podium, right, and tell the media every year the New York Jets are going to win a Super Bowl. Look right into the cameras and tell the team, rest of the teams in the NFL, you better get ready because the Jets are coming to bring you their best. We're going to give you our best shot. You better get it together. I mean, come on. That, but that's Rex. That is not the way that Coach Sella does business. Different coaches – different things you can't place rex's attitude and the way that they hand the way that he handled things on coach seller it's a different way of running things and coach seller clearly does not want that here he doesn't want that distraction that is not the way that he goes about business <sighs> now listen if this is true again the rumors are swirling it hasn't I don't think it's been completely stamped yet, but it is completely looking like the New York Jets will be on hard knocks. If we are on hard hard knocks, I'll watch. I ain't going to lie because I love the team. But if there's a chance that the New York Jets don't have to be on hard knocks, I don't want to see it. Do I want them on hard knocks? No. I want total and complete focus. That's what I want. I don't want any distractions because I want the New York Jets to push and take it all this upcoming season. And I'm not going to sit here and do no Super Bowl prediction. Don't try. Don't try it. I'm saying I want the New York Jets to do what it takes to get to where we need to go. I can go on about that for hours. That got me hot? I know Robert Seller's mad. (laughs) I know he's mad. All right, we're going to get to these lines. We're also going to be talking about the Jets running back position. What the hell is going on with Dalvin Cook? To this point, and again, this is live, he hasn't signed anywhere. I know that he's flirting with the Dolphins. A lot of people saying he's using us, uh, you know, to possibly raise his offer with the Dolphins. So whatever, you know, but it'd be very interesting to see him become a Jet. We'll be talking about the Jets running back situation as well also the new york jets have a, announced their training camp dates too july 20th i believe is when the new york jets will start their training camp uh you know we also got four preseason games as well uh the hall of fame game against cleveland we got a game with the panthers the buccaneers and the giants as well so we'll be talking about all that tonight we're going to be covering it all the new york jets are being forced to be on hard knocks oh my goodness 515 is the number call in But before we get to everybody, let me tell you something. Uh, As everybody knows, I'm a Jets fan from California, okay? And I wear that with pride. I grew up out here, never been on the East Coast, uh, never grew up. I didn't grow up out there, uh, but, you know, didn't spend significant time out there, although I do have some peeps, salutes to everybody out there in Brooklyn, Jersey, okay? South Jersey as well, South Dad, all right? Uh, But, you know, I'm not an East Coast guy. I'm from the West Coast, and that's it is what it is. But I've learned to love this team, and I've learned I've loved this team since I was young. All right, pretty much all my life I've been a Jets fan through and through. That's the end of it. Green and white—that's what I rep. There's a lot of other people around this world as well that are the same. Okay, a lot of other people love the team, but they're not on the East Coast. Okay, and a lot of those people come together and show their love to the team in fan clubs, and so tonight. We're going to have a representative of the San Francisco Jets Fans Club, my guy, Mateen Kemet. He's going to come on and talk to us about what they're doing in San Francisco, how they come together and show their love for this football team. Mateen, I want to welcome you to the Long Beach Joe Show, man. How are you feeling tonight, my friend? Hey,
2: man. Um, what's up, Joe? Uh I'm I'm coming in really uh, soft because you are hot, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. like El Fuego over here, man. So yeah. I don't want to tip the scales, you know. You know, I don't want you to burn
1: burn up the house over there. So, you know, I'm going
2: to take it easy.
1: I'm good. Can you come, I don't know if you're on headset or whatever, but come a little bit closer to your phone. Uh, you sounded a little bit low, at least on my end. But listen, Mateo, okay. I want to thank this, you. For, I be want to thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little hot under the collar about this, this hard knock stuff. we'll talk about that in a second, okay? But first, I want to talk to you about the New York Jets, man. Everyone knows how I became a fan and how I came to love this football team, but I want to know your experience. What made you become a fan of the New York Jets? Why did you start putting on that green jersey and repping this team the way that I repped this team as well?
2: Well, um, that goes all the way back to a Broadway Joe, man, literally. Um, my father, so um, I'm, I'm from the Bronx, and um, my, my, my dad um, took me to a preseason game Ironically, I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, that I was pretty pretty young. I was a tyke. Um, I think it was a preseason game between the Jets and the Packers, and mm-hmm. at Shea Stadium, the old Shea Stadium, the original. And um, from that point on, I have always uh, been a a Jet fan. And then, furthermore, um, because you're in the Bronx. Uh, everybody in the Bronx are, is a Yankee fan, but I was a Met fan because I'm a contrarian. So if you're a Met fan, the way it goes, it's Mets Jets, baby. That's the way it goes, or it's Knicks Giants. So I mean, excuse me, it's a, it's a Yankees Giants. So normally all Yankee fans are Giants fans, and all Mets fans are Jet fans. So I'm in the other. I'm like the you know I'm like the black sheep of the family because everybody else in my family mm. thinks I'm crazy. There it is.
1: <laughs> there listen, it. listen, That that's quite a story, man. That's quite a story. But can you also tell me about how your fan club came about, man? You guys are out there in San Francisco. I'm, You know, we done definitely ran into each other out there. I got a lot of friends and family up there in the Bay. Yay! You know what I'm saying? I'll okay. let it be known. I'll be up there doing my thing as well. Tell everybody how your fan club came about and what you guys do, man. Yeah, I think. Um, well,
2: it, it's uh, it's it's the San Fran New York Jets. You know, face, Facebook web. Right? You can find us on Facebook. Um, created by my main man Dean Barbella. You know, as I said, as you already know, he's a he's comes from a long line of uh, trapeze artists, the flying Barbellas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and Dean's so. gonna get
1: you, bro. Dean is gonna get you, with the Dean is gonna he's get you. Though. Okay, listen, Dean. Yes, he is. Dean, I wanted to be clear. I have nothing to do with yeah. what this man is saying. Don't come after me. All right. Yeah. Don't come after me. But, this is the uh, team, saying that you're a part of the famous Barbellas. Don't, don't you know what I'm saying? Don't come after me. Go ahead, Mateen. Go ahead, bro. Well, you your well
2: Dean is the is, is the alchemist and he kinda of put this together and um <laughs> and so they used to uh to meet up at this uh place called the Rec Room. Um and, and that's kinda of where everybody got started. You know, in this in this particular jet club, and then it branched out into the face Facebook world, and that's how I came on board. In fact, me and you met. um Not only I think did we meet at a spot in Long Beach, but because I used to live in Long, yeah. Long Beach. But we also yeah met. Remember, there was a spot in Long Beach where everybody like had a, green dog. a table, like it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was pretty. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And then, um. Uh, we you came up to the bay and I think it was at the Oaks on on yes uh, sir on Lakeshore mm-hmm. that you came up and we mm-hmm. were there but um, mm-hmm. but uh, the San Fran Club is uh, is the rec room and and Dean is the you know he's he's the president of the Loyal Order of Water B- Buffalo's you know he's the Great Gazoo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Martine, I'll tell you, he's going to come out. He's going to come and get you. Now, we're talking about your fan club and you guys getting together and all the things you folks do. But can you tell everybody, all my listeners, where do you meet up? Where is the actual location where you guys get together? Oh, dang it. You know what? I
2: don't have the actual address. Um, let me let get give give the, the place and come back, back, back. It's called the rec room. Okay. Okay yeah it's the okay rec perfect room. yeah and the rec um damn what is the address um let me uh, it's 130 it's 1390
1: california street okay. 1390 the rec room so everybody you know meet up there if you want to uh you know meet up with loyal jets fans that love the football team just as you, much as everybody else does you know out there in san fran now again we're talking with mateen kimmett of the san francisco jets fan club now my team, as you know, you know, we've we gone back and forth. We definitely met up there in the Bay. It could be a wild up there. You got a lot of, well, they used to, I, of course, there still is a lot of Raiders fans up there, even though they're in Vegas, right? They're still up there Right. Raping. You know, I got friends up there that, that definitely ain't put that black and gray jersey away, you know. Uh, of course, you got Niners fans up there. They are wild. Tell me about your experience being a Jet fan. What is it like wearing that green jersey in that area? Well,
2: I mean, you know the deal, man. When you wear green, you know, one thing is that you are you're sort of tied to paint. So, mm-hmm. so so you have to be uh, you know, you have to understand and be with with with, you know, being able to withstand all arrows. You got to stand in the middle of the room on any table and take every arrow. So, you know, you got to represent hard and in Jet fan in the Bay Area certainly does. I mean, you know, the wine and cheese crew with the 49ers, whatever, man, you know. And the Raiders, the Raiders, you know, they got their good thing. You got to give the Raiders their respect, you know, because back in the day, you know, they had the black hole, and the Raiders just, the Raiders are Oakland, man. So you got to give them love. But but after they left to Vegas, you know, I got nothing for them, nothing. So, so you know, I, I just I, I walk with pride. I rock my uh, Revis jersey. I got my brand new sauce, you know. And I'm, I'm, I, I just I'm ready for all takers, and especially this year.
1: i <laughs> mm. uh, Okay. Listen, you already know. Again, we're speaking with Mateen Commit of the San Francisco Jets fan club. Get involved with what they're doing. They're at the Rec Room in San Fran. Go there and meet up with those people. They love this football team and again salutes to Dean as well. Dean he, he put it together. He's doing his thing. Now you started to talk about what we go how hyped you are about this upcoming year with the New York Jets. I am too, right? And I think the biggest reason why I'm hyped is because we have Aaron Rodgers. It just even when I say it, it doesn't it doesn't seem real. But it is, right? I mean he's on my screen. I saw him at the practices. I've seen him at the press conferences he's talking. It's, it's so surreal to me. Give me your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers being a New York Jet, man. What was it like when you found out that everything was official, and how are you feeling about it? Um, you know,
2: to be honest, uh, there's, a, I, there's another guy in our group, uh, Greg Froey, uh, and uh, we have to, have to give him his props to give him his Greg was right. I'm going to make him a shirt. Uh, yeah, my lady makes makes uh, <laughs> makes make, uh, makes artisanal t uh, shirts. No, so I I I got mm-hmm. a I I've got a. I'll have to send it to you. I've got a uh, for Christmas. I got a uh, a Mike White loves you <laughs> t shirt.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that that she made me that. So I'm gonna have to like for for the beginning of the year. I'm gonna have to give him a Greg was right t shirt. But I'm gonna make the letters really small. So that you know, yeah. he can barely, read, you know, he doesn't even know that. So, because um, he he poo pooed um, Wilson, Zach, he dogged he dogged everybody that would listen, and um, you know, we were having faith, and he had zero faith. Um, me and him were kind of like uh, like Two Face in in Bat- Batman, you know. Um, so I, I try to keep it positive, and he's the most negative man on earth. So, mm-hmm. uh, but in this case, he had a point, and he was saying that we should just go all in for Aaron Rodgers. I differed with him because um, I, I, mm. I don't like the Yankee George Steinbrenner way of just buying a team, you know. It just isn't my my thing. I thought that maybe we could kind of give it our defense and, um, and, like, you know, I didn't want to upset the, the, the apple cart when they were first talking about all the draft picks. I think like, we're on a good trajectory. We just need a competent quarterback. We didn't need Aaron Rodgers, and if he comes, he comes with all the diva ads. He comes with, you know, like as Joe Klecko was saying the other day, you know, like he just, you just didn't think he was going to buy in, that he just was going to come and be what he was the last few years um, in Green Bay. But I can say one, I was wrong, and two, this version yep. of Aaron Rodgers, the 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 teacher the all in the guy who is taking the toast of the town and 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 engaged in every part of of uh, of New York Jet football and New York Jet life you know um other than his age you know cuz father time is un, undefeated um but mm-hmm. you know he can give us a couple of years of 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 you know of Aaron Rodgers' ish play, even if he's not a hundred percent. I he's got to be better than last last, last year because he had a damn near broken thumb. So yeah. if he's like eighty percent of what we know him to be, man, I don't know how we don't go to Super Bowl. And I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, and I want to see him. I don't know if anybody's ever like come to us and like or or switch teams and like solidify their legacy the way that he could. Remember, he played mm-hmm. 15 years and he's only got one Super Bowl. What if he comes to the yeah. Jets and wins two Super Bowls in three years? Yeah, it would be, it would be like he would be, they, he'd be like he'd be on top of the Empire State Building. It'd be a statue on top of the Empire State Building. He would own
1: New York. Absolutely. Yeah. So I
2: come. think that that's Camp exciting. Gale. I think that that's exciting. I think that he sees. Um, what could happen, everything is aligned for his success. We got Hackett. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to actually, meaning Aaron is going to actually be calling some of his own plays and, and um, you know, like mm-hmm. like you couldn't have more control as a quarterback. So this is going to be him. We go on offense as far as he can take it. So So if he, there's only been one quarterback that can handle New York. Broadway Joe, man, you know, you got to there's only one quarterback ever to really be able to handle all that New York brings. Um, maybe I guess Phil, Phil Simms too. Phil Simms got to give it up, but he's a dippy. he was on the Giants and not the Jets. So um, the Jets are its own thing. So Aaron, I, I think he's embracing it and taking the challenge and, um, you know, this year if we don't go to Super Bowl. As long as maybe we get AFC Championship and we 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 really show like progress, I think within his time here we're going to win a Super Bowl. And then let me add, I think if he doesn't get hurt, I think he plays a third year too.
1: I think we got him. For the oh, okay, future. okay, okay. Yeah, listen. I've talked about him playing two to three years here as well. Three, you know, it, I think is, is the is the max. I think he'll be here. Is the but, max. listen, yeah. I'm right with you. I think, listen, having Aaron Rodgers here is phenomenal. And not just for what he's going to give us on the field, right? If he comes in here and just be it's, – it's just Aaron Rodgers, we're good to go. We have a top defense in this league. If you look at what we had last year, Man, our defense was literally carrying us. If Aaron Rodgers would have been on this team last year, we easily would have made the playoffs. And I believe we make a deep run in the playoffs because of what we were able to do. So the defense is solidified and we've just gotten better, right? But with him here, not only is he going to give us what we need, but he's also going to help Zach Wilson along. I think that that's something that a lot of people are sleeping on. Zach Wilson, I know people want to dump on him. Everyone knows I like Zach Wilson. There's things he's got to prove, though, and there's things he's got to get better at. Do I think he could be the guy? I don't know. I don't think the door is closed on him yet, and we know that the coaching staff wants yeah. to continue to work with this kid. They said through hella high water they're going to do whatever it takes to figure out if he's ever going to meet his ceiling. Bringing in Aaron Rodgers is the perfect thing to help this kid. That's his childhood hero. That's literally who he would hope to become one day in this league, Right. Not only that, but he is being coached by Aaron Rodgers, and like you said, Hackett as well, and the system that they literally built together, the system that they're running, they literally built it together, and he's going to be able to teach Zach Wilson the ins and outs. Zach Wilson has all the physical tools. It's just the mental stuff that he don't get. He don't recognize things quickly. He's too lazy in his drops. His eyes are very lazy, and he gets caught sleeping a lot on defenses, and then he gets blown up. So now he has you know, guys coaching him, guys is going to be in his corner. He's got a new offensive coordinator, and Nathaniel Hackett here, working with him. Maybe this is going to help him come around. So bringing in Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, changes things. And one of the things that you brought up as well, and again, kudos to you. I've talked about this too, is how he could have big-timed us. You know, he's coming from Green Bay. This guy's already solidified. We know he's a first ballot Hall of Famer regardless of what he does here. Without a shadow of a doubt, that, that ship is already sailed. He's good. He's going to get that jacket, dog. Point blank, period. But he came in here letting everybody know, okay, everything's good. Yeah, the cameras are flashing, but it's time to work. It's time to work. Ever since he's gotten here, it's been all business. He was at all the voluntary stuff. He let it be known, listen, I'm showing up, I'm showing out, I'm throwing the guys. Not only was he throwing the guys, but he was coaching guys as well. CJ Uzama came out and talked about how he breaks down film with them in the film room, and he let them know, listen, this is where you need to be. This is what you need to be doing. Pre-snap, post-snap, out on the field. He's breaking stuff down. If he sees things not going right out there offensively during the rep, stop. Everything needs to stop. This is what you need to be doing. This is where you need to be. He's told guys, you don't have to run a super precise route. I'll find you, but this is what the route you need to run dog. You know what I'm saying? So he's making sure that everybody is focused because he understands the task at hand. And that's how you get to where Aaron Rodgers has or is in this league. Okay. By focusing now, we're talking about focus, all right? I want to get your thoughts on this, Mateen. Hard knocks, okay? <laughs> you heard me go off about it earlier, all right? Seems like it's being forced on the New York Jets, okay? Clear, all right, according to reports. I know Sellers not happy about it. Are you happy about this, Mateen? Give me your thoughts. Well, um, the sure
2: answer is I, I agree with you. Um, you know, I want us to, to not have any distractions at all and just – like toil away. It's 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 already going to be a circus. Like there's it's New York. Mm-hmm. There's Aaron Rodgers. It's just you know they, like you can't have we with the media capital plus the Aaron Rodgers story. So um,
0: yeah.
2: So it's just it's just going to, um, it's just going to exacerbate every component. Right. However. Mm-hmm um you know one thing that i think you were talking about dominique foxworth on espn and i hadn't heard that yeah. perspective and it it does raise an eye eyebrow to say well okay if training camp is to get ready it's about like preparation you know it makes college mm-hmm. job harder but um mm-hmm. if you know it's going to be a circus well just let the circus begin early, and manage it, and understand w- how this season is going to go. And if and to get young guys to focus beyond. So you so if you put everything and every obstacle in front of them, well shit. By mm. oh, excuse me, I'm sorry.
1: Um, watch the watch, Family uh, Show, Family Show. Yeah,
2: sorry, sorry about that. But by um by, you know, week one. Well, there's nothing that anybody can throw at you. You can't put a camera at anybody. Everybody knows what's what. Now is it ideal? Mm-hmm. I don't you know, I w I'd say no. I, you know, me myself I, don't agree,
0: yeah. I mm-hmm.
2: I'm like I I'm like, yeah, I would like to just stay under the radar and toil it away in obscurity. But the flip mm-hmm. side I can see the most extreme version of it, you know, too and just okay, let's see what happens. And and not be scared of it. So I hope they. I hope we can avoid it. I think that that's what Salah mm-hmm. wants, and you know. But if you, know, you can't force anybody, because that's what the other thing that they were saying that if you, if you really, you know, if the NFL forces a team and then the team says well, we really don't want it, then you're going to have a whack show, because they're not going to allow mm-hmm. them in the meetings. They're not going to, you know, they don't have to allow it. Like it, the show, as producers, can only get access to what the team allows. Mm-hmm. So if, the, if, if, yeah. if, if they if 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 they you know if they force you and you don't allow them in, into the real you know nitty gritty well it's just not going to be a good a good show. So I, I think that you know they got to come to some uh, some production agreement. I hope that they choose like the Washington Redskins or excuse me the Commanders and um mm-hmm. you know commanders. somebody else um, and we can, we can mm-hmm. get away with it but uh um you know I I I'm. I don't. I'm with you. I don't want it. I'm not. But I'm not as hot as you in terms of like. Well, if it comes, I'm like, okay. Well, Salah is a chess player, and he's a really smart dude. And I, I yeah. you were talking about Gase. Gase is the opposite. Gase is an idiot. So um, oh. this dude, this dude is so smart. I think that he is the best coach to figure out how to use it as a chess move. To help motivate and kind of create um, a more focused team, so I guess
1: they in mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I, and, and I, and, and again, uh, Fox uh, Foxworthy, I believe his name is Dominique Foxworthy. I believe that's his name, right, Mateen? Uh, yes. That was yes. the, the guy that yes. was talking. I couldn't remember. And again,
2: it's either Foxworthy due him, or Foxworthy. Yeah,
1: I, I forgot. Listen, he's phenomenal, but I thought that that was one of the most nonsensical. Uh, illogical points I've ever heard and let me tell you why I'm just I'm just gonna give some pushback there because no team in the NFL welcomes that type of distraction or welcomes distraction period especially teams with expectations to win it all if you look at the top teams in the league like the Chiefs the Bills uh, various other teams what do they do they try their best to stay away from distractions the Chiefs are where they're at because they stay away from distractions they do not get unfocused I talked about listen Foxborough, that place is cold, it is freezing, and it is quiet. They stay away from distractions. Being being like quiet and being boring has won them Super Bowls. We've been loud wait, and full of distractions here, and look at where it's gotten us. Right? Joe, look at where it's gotten Joe, us. Wait. And what's crazy Wait, Joe. It, it, Joe.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. Joe, it's not – Foxborough is not New York. KC is not know, New York. Looking. New York is going that, the a, a streets winning, are on fire, and they, it's
1: going to listen, be on fire anyway. Team, I mean, the New York Post,
2: they're crazy.
1: A winning strategy is a winning strategy, though. I understand Foxborough is not New York, but you all, he all, people also need to understand that there's a lot on the line, and I, Sella knows that. Let's say everything blows up, right? Let's, let's, let me put this out there. Let's say they come in on hard knocks. And they put a mic in front of Makai Becking, And they say, hey, Makai, can you tell us about why you believe the New York Jets put you in a situation to blow your knee up? How do you feel about the coaching staff doing that to you? What do you think is going to happen? Because he just did an interview where he said that, where he blamed the coaching staff for that injury that cost him last season. Well, it's, it's, so what, is they, your, what, your, what if they follow up and say, What if they follow up and say, can you tell us about your relationship with the coaching staff? What if they take it in a different direction and try to paint pictures like that to drum up some drama? You don't think that that's going to have a negative effect here? Guess guess what, Joe? He he put himself
2: in that position. He's already said it, and the New York Post and and, uh, 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 every other news source it's going to play that up anyway. The first time that mm-hmm. he gets in is playing right tackle, that's going to be the first question when he gets to the post podium. You can't hide. Mm-hmm. In New York, you cannot hide. So Listen, don't, I, don't, I, if I do understand do it, that. then you get an answer.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: And, that, and that's what, you, 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 you know, you put your foot yep. in your mouth or, mm-hmm. or, you know, you stand up and you take the arrow and you say, well, you know, I, I really don't want to play right tackle. I think it does put mm-hmm. uh, undue stress on my knee. However, mm-hmm. you know, I realized that at least they gave me the opportunity to compete at left tackle. And, you know, I'm mm-hmm. playing, uh, you know, I'm vying for a position against an all-pro. And if I don't, you know, if I lose this this battle, it's going to still make me a better player. And I'll play where the coach wants me to play. He could take the high
1: Yeah, but that, but that again, Mateen. That's you saying that. Uh, Makai Becton definitely has spoken differently. All I'm saying is this: is that I understand why we're on hard knocks. I understand it completely. Aaron Rodgers, the hoopla, the fanfare, I get it. I get why the NFL is trying to force this on us. But bro, we already got six primetime games. Six. We could actually end up with seven, I believe, if they flex one of the other games that we have as well into a prime time spot, which I believe that they can do. So we could end up with seven. Bro, we're already in front of all the lights and cameras that we could be in front of, but the more that you put, when you have cameras in the facility, that's why, again, and I understand why people are like, Joe, this is, like you said earlier, this is not Foxborough, but Bilicek has shown you, he's shown you, he's dominated, dominated this division with silence. He's dominated the division with discipline and focus. He's dominated us with that for years. And I know that they're not on the top of the top right now, but let's not act like they can't turn things around because he's literally, if not the best coach to ever play be in the NFL, he's definitely a top top there, right? So that strategy has shown to be a winner. And I think that that's what Sello wants here, especially with his job on the line. Because a lot of people don't want to talk about that. If things don't work out the way that you feel that they should work out, I hear you. You have big expectations for the season. I have expectations as well. So do all the other listeners and callers. We'll come to you guys in a second. Trust. If it don't work out the way people feel like it should work out, there's a chance that Robert Seller will no longer be the coach of the New York Jets after this season. There's also a chance, because there's a lot of people screaming about Joe Douglas not not being the general manager of this coach after this season. There's a lot of people screaming. Now, I know you've heard it, Mateen. I know you y'all know you read the stuff from a lot of people in the media as well that were screaming for him to get fired this past season. There were people screaming for it. So with all this on the line, I'm just like, I'm good on this hard knock stuff. I'm good. If it comes here, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do if the reports end up being true and the Jets are forced to do it. It is what it is. Do I want it here? No. And the whole uh, distractions are good, they've never been good anywhere else. They weren't good. The Ravens don't allow these distractions, right? They jettison. People – jettison jettisoned players for being a distraction. Jettison. When Brandon Marshall became a distraction, out the door. Fitz became a distraction, out the door. Elijah, Elijah Moore became a distraction, what happened? Out the door. Jamal Adams' distraction, out the door. All these guys become distractions, out the door. Distractions are good. I'll give you the final word, the team. give me your, give me your last thoughts on that, man. Um,
2: I, you know, this your your point is is valid in terms of you know this would this would Lombardi, you know, I, I'm sure. Like, they, I mean, this is a new day and age, right? Um, uh, players are like, you know, they aren't they aren't Twitter savvy, but they are always on it. You know, look at look at what Rivas is doing. He's going to Hall of Fame. It sounds like he's lost his mind. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Right. So I mean, it's just like they just they cannot help themselves, and it's always going on. So you can't, you know, they have they're just there. They 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 want the mic, they want the attention, and it's not going away. So what you have to do is um, is coach your way through it and help help them Mm -hmm. make better better decisions, right? and as as the coach, and I think that that's why um Salah is really a good coach for this group of young men, and in this era, like he gets it, you yeah. know, so I think that he will he will help them um you know massage and manage whatever is going to come their way, and you're right with the yeah. people who are talking about Joe Douglas, which is the most ridiculous. You know, I mean, even, even Ridiculous. In, in terms yeah. of, though, um, yeah. you, you can't even By like, talking about his first draft. I was like, why would you even talk about his first draft when that was, for, all the players he drafted were for Gates. Yep. And his yeah, a completely different offense, completely different defense. And so sometimes players don't fit, you, you know. And as far as Becton, you know, he's arguably, um, he was definitely the best physical athlete at the offensive lineman position that, that year as a freak. You know, he, he was the biggest, fastest, strongest dude. And clearly for, um, for Joe Douglas, that's who he always wants to get. He wants to get the best athlete with the highest athletic score and then have them play the position. That's how he, he keeps drafting those type of guys. Look at the guy that he draw, drafted in the seventh round, uh, Kuntz, who's a physical freak. I don't know if he can play or not, but if you have you looked at, at, at him in the huddle, that dude is as he's humongous and he runs like a deer and he's um you know, he supposedly can catch, he has all the the qualities. Now will he be what's his heart like? Will he be a good football player? Is he smart? You know, I don't know, you know, but at least we know he's got the physical traits. So I yeah. think that um, that Joe Douglas is um, is our best GM we have had – I think he's better than Tannenbaum, um, I, you know, but oh, yeah. certainly at the very least, he's the best we've had since Tannenbaum, and um, this is the best synergy. I thought Tannenbaum and Rex had perfect synergy, and we messed up by breaking that synergy up, and I think that Sala and Joe Douglas have perfect synergy, and you need that yeah. between head coach and GM to make a program work. So we're in year yeah. three of the program. Year three, we're ahead of schedule. We got a Hall of Fame QB. We have a top five mm-hmm. defense that is that's only going to get better. I mean, so we have three three top players on D on D. You got two top mm-hmm. five cornerbacks plus a top three defensive defensive tackle. So I mean, like we we we're just getting started, man. Those guys are all under twenty five. So, yeah. Um, I, Garrett Wilson, who knows what well, he's going to become this this year? Whatever his his numbers are, take the over, man. He's gonna blow yeah. up, you know. So, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 excited for Joe Douglas. I mean, he's my guy. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, and anybody who questions him, including my man Greg, because we argue about Joe Douglas <laughs> all the time. So, so Greg, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm gonna send you your shirt. <laughs> Yes, you were right, but you're 100% <laughs> wrong on I'm not
0: giving
1: up. Listen, thing, so. listen but see, it, it's bro. been phenomenal speaking to you. Before I let you go, man, because you gave us some takes. we got to get to the calls in a second. Give my listeners, again, every way that they can get in contact with you folks over there at the San Francisco Jets fan club and how they can uh, meet up with you all and have a good time, man.
2: Yeah, man, again, we're the uh, San Francisco Jets. Uh, fan club on uh, on Facebook, and so it's a fa- fa- Facebook group that's kind of like where everybody kind of collects. Then we sort of uh, branch out and have a separate uh, breakout um, on Messenger. So we always talk on on uh, Messenger. Sometimes we'll even have little Zoom meetings. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've even when my internet was down, I would call Dean and watch through Zoom. Game on Dean's TV via Zoom. <laughs> That's how serious <laughs> we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. And uh, and then the rec room. Y'all, is, is find, a way, yes, man, Y'all find, find a way, bro. Yes, man. Y'all find a way. There's no stopping. There's no stopping J E T S Jets 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 in the Bay. Third. Um, You know when you hang out with us, we're gonna get it done, man. Yeah. So come one, come all. Check us out.
1: Yeah. Listen, Mateen, it's been phenomenal speaking with you. I always love going back and forth with you about this football team. I want to thank you for coming on the show as well, man. You have yourself a good night, my friend.
2: All right, man. Take care. Thanks again, Joe, for having me on. And uh, it's a a pleasure. I can't wait to see you again.
1: Absolutely. You have a good one. Go Jets. Go Jets. Listen, man. We talking that talk, callers. We're going to get to y'all in a second, okay? 515 602 515 Again, that was Mateen Commit of the San Francisco Jets fan club. Phenomenal fan club. Get involved with them, all right? At the rec room in San Francisco, man, I've had a blast up there. Like you said, we met in Oakland. We met in the beach before, okay? Long Beach, my neck of the woods, good time. Uh, we were in Oakland before as well, had a blast, uh, so get involved with them any way that you can. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're going straight to the callers. All right, Justin, Val, Tim, Brick, Sid, T, call back in. We just lost you. But before we get there, GVH in the chat salutes to him, Savage. He says, uh, with all due respect, Joe, Cheat has a lot of rope to pull that is due to his re- due to his resume, thanks to Tom Brady. <laughs> and that's what makes Cheat no different Uh to head coach uh, from the Jets. Billichit is able to tell grown man highway or my way uh, only for so long as macaroni arm has influence. Listen, I hear you. I hear your GVH, right? I get it. But here's the deal. Even with Tom Brady there, Tom Brady fell in line, okay? Tom Brady was a good troop. How many times – remember the time we saw Tom Brady go off on the sidelines on his offensive coordinator, and then he immediately came out and apologized out the wazoo? It was because he understood, I'm a troop here, and I need to step up and be a good troop, and I don't need to be a distraction. Belichick runs that joint, point blank, period, okay? I don't care how good the players are you got. If you do not have order and if you do not cut out distractions, right, you're not going to be a winner in this league, okay? And I understand and Listen, I'll go back and forth with everybody. I want to hear your opinions. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things tonight, but uh, Rex Ryan ran this joint one way. I get fans that come at me and talk about Rex Ryan. I get it. I love Rex, up and down. Loved him, left and right. That's my guy. But Rex was a different kind of head coach. He was different. He was also a different cast of characters here as well. Uh, with the team, it was a different time. Those guys are not here, okay? There's more than there's a, there's a different different set of guys here now, and there's a different way that they want to run what we're doing. All right, so that's my take. We're getting to the lines, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. calling. We're taking all callers. We're going to the lines. All the savages in the, ca- in the chat, keep dropping. You know what I'm saying? Your questions will be coming to you. New callers, keep in mind, I do not allow show on my cursing. I do not allow cursing on my show. Excuse me. I don't allow cursing on this show. This is a family show, okay? You curse on my show, I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than Adam Gaines. Every time we mention that, man, he must be flushed. Flushed. Gotta wait for that finish. Make sure everything is down. He must be flushed. Okay? Must be. Please give the stream a thumbs up no matter who you're watching me from. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, y'all be in the know. Also, if you want to hit the Super Chat, it's up at the top of the screen. Uh, Cash App is at the bottom of the screen as well. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So we're getting to the callers again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Justin, we're coming to you first. Val, Tim, Brick, City, hold on. We're coming to everybody. New caller, hold on. We're going to get to everybody. Justin salutes. I wanna thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that do not know, Justin, he's a seven. Justin, we're talking that time. talk, the New talk, York whatever. Jets. What's going on, man? What's going on? Man Listen. I mean, I
3: don't like this negativity, man. You're giving me PTSD with this Adam Gates, man. Let's get into the pot. This is a time for positivity, man. Tell take this negative nonsense out here. If you're negative now, I don't want. I don't want you. Rocking with us when when we're winning, man. This is times where Jets fans need to embrace it. The positivity's here. We just inquired after months of this drama. We got a four-time MVP. We got a loaded loaded roster, like a loaded baked potato with extra sour cream. And the only thing that's stopping Mm. this team is injuries. I am not afraid of no, no one this year. The only thing that's going to keep us back is going to be whether it's a coaching or a major injury. I am not afraid of Kansas City. I am not afraid of okay. anyone. I'm not afraid of Buffalo, man. We're, th-
1: this is our time now. This is what we've been waiting for for years. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Listen, Justin, and I hear you. And, again, I want to thank you for calling in. I want the positivity as well. But as we know, all right, hard knocks, it looks to be a sign to the New York Jets. I'm a little concerned about that because of the distraction, that it could cause here and it would and Coach Robert as well. Has looked at that, has looked at that and he's talk, come out publicly and talked about not wanting that distraction. Give me your thoughts on that situation, man.
3: I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not I'm not worried at all because I don't know if you saw the interview with Tyler Conklin. I mean, if we get it, it is what it is. If they make us get it, it is what it is. But I mean I think Salah is going to keep the players on track. I mean, they asked Tyler Conklin what he thought about it, and he was like, you know, if we get it, we get it. If not, it's business as usual. So, I mean, I I really don't – I really – I get it. It could be a distraction, but I'm not really caught up in that as much as everyone else. I mean, we have pressure regardless. So, at the end of the day, it's going to be just business as usual. I mean, I get it. There's going to be cameras in their faces and stuff. But, I mean Mm – it's really nothing that the players aren't really I – I mean, they haven't done before. It's just, this is New York media. I get it. You know, there could be distractions or things said, you know, like you mentioned with Makai and stuff, but I, I'm not mm-hmm. really worried about that. I mean, I think Sal is going to keep everyone in check. I don't, I'm not really too worried about it like everyone else is. Okay, okay. You're not
1: worried about it. Listen, I get it. Now, as we continue to move on throughout this situation here, right – Looking at this situation, our running backs here, we got Brees Hall. He's dealing with the injury right now. Of course, he's coming back from that ACL. When you look at the situation here with the New York Jets running backs, what are your thoughts on it, man? A lot of people talking about Dalvin Cook possibly being a target for the New York Jets, bringing him in here, getting him in the fold. Do you think the New York Jets should try to make that move? And if so, why do you think it's taking them so long to grab Cook? I mean, he's still out there from everything that we know. I mean – I I mean,
3: to be honest with you, I mean, this is what happens when you're playoff, a legit playoff and a legit Super Bowl contender. Guys that, you know, are all pro players that, you know, are having contract issues and stuff like that, can't get their money. They may take a little bit of less to play with you. So, I mean, you know, that's what good GMs do. Joe Douglas already flipped the, flipped the burger and he's already looking to inquire. I mean, that's what good GMs do. So, I mean to sit here and say that Delvin Cook wouldn't help this team perform is crazy, especially with the uncertainty. I mean, we're all hoping Brees returns to form, but I mean, you know, I, I mean, if the price is right, I mean, why not for Delvin Cook? I mean, we don't know what he's asking for. I mean, Miami uh, for an already, we're not sure mm-hmm. if we're one of those teams, other teams that put an offering, but I mean, anyone that doesn't want Delvin Cook, I mean for the right price, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it'll improve your roster. You know, Bam had a little bit – I mean, he hit a little bit of a wall after those couple hot games. Michael Carter, let's just call it what it is, he had an absolute terrible year last year. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm all for Delvin Cook. I don't see why not. If the price is right, it's a no-brainer, honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Listen, I'm right there with you, but I want to look at it from this standpoint as well, and i got to ask you this. I, I know you know the Jets through and through. Let's say Dalvin Cook goes somewhere else, right? So we got Brees Hall, we got Michael Carter, we got Bam Knight, uh, we got Israel as well. If Brees cannot start week one, what do you do, man? Do you lean on Carter? Would you hand the ball over to a rookie running back or you want Knight to start? What are you doing there with this running back situation if Brees Hall is not able to go when the season starts because he's still dealing with the ACL injury?
3: I mean – I mean, I, I, would, I would even consider maybe even going after a guy like Kareem Hunt. I mean,
0: I wouldn't okay. even
3: be opposed to that. I mean, he's still on the market. So, I mean, I mean, I would maybe pivot to that as another option, especially with the heavy load we have with the extra, extra preseason game. I mean, Brees is probably not going to get any burn during training camp in the preseason. So, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt to bring in more running backs on your roster right now. Who knows? God forbid mm-hmm. someone gets injured. I mean – the difference between now and, you know, after that preseason game is, is a huge difference. So, I mean, I would definitely try to upgrade that if you can. I, the guy I would go first, punt would be my specific target. But, I mean, I'd be open <laughs> to other options.
1: Yeah. So, when you look at the New York Jets running back position, man, who do you think will lead the group in receiving yards?
0: Mm,
3: receiving yards? going to be... See, I wanna to touch upon this. I think it's gonna be a little different from last year because we had an offensive coordinator that uh didn't know how to use the tight end position. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you look at um uh Aaron Rodgers' number run when you run uh when you're running twelve personnel. The dude's number mm-hmm. is when he runs twelve personnel record wise, it's like eighty and fourteen. It's 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 unbelievable. So I think we're already seeing in OTAs with the utilization uh you know Aaron Rodgers to Uzama and Conklin I think that's going to be a big factor this year so I think it's going to be a little bit more spread out so number wise I don't know what it's going to look like but I think it's really just pick your poison on offense with the, with the guys we have at this point I mean you can make an argument oh. for any of those guys Garrett I think there's good Conklin I think he's going to have a great year I mean Lazar should be up there I mean I really I really can't pinpoint it at this point until I see more in training camp, but I just really pick your
1: poison, to be honest. So you think with Aaron Rodgers here, we'll kind of go away from our ground and pound style that we've kind of been known for? You don't think we're going to be a run first offense anymore?
0: Mm.
1: I mean,
3: it, I, I don't, I don't think it's really going to be whether it's wrong. I think it's just going to be what the defense gives you, depending on the matchup, like Buffalo Dallas I mean just depending on what the matchup breakdown is I think we we're just in, in a nice offense where depending on what the matchup gives you that's what you're gonna have to take I mean I'm not really gonna say I mean I think it's gonna be a little bit more play action with Rodgers you know how he likes to sling it if you can pound mm-hmm. it versus teams I think that's the best thing about the versatility I really don't I really don't care if it's pass first or run first you just take what the defense gives and win games I think that's that's something that's going to be a big factor with the utilization of the tight ends. I think it's going to be a little more, you know, a little bit more spread out. I think it's just going to be what the defense gives. I don't know if it's going to be run more or pass more, but I just I just think the versatility is, is that's what what's what I'm pretty much focusing on. Until we see more play calling during the preseason, then
1: I don't know. I don't know what it's really going to look like yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, listen, I hear you. Now, when you look at this situation, right, we're in a solid situation here defensively. A lot of things moving and shaking. A lot of guys we're looking to really take that next step, especially with training camp coming up. When you look at our defense, what training camp battles are you looking at the most? What what training camp battles will you be keeping your eye the most on, on defense? In
3: defense? I'm, I'm a little – obviously the linebacker. Some people say it's a weakness. I think this is sure where it's time to shine. So, I mean – Hopefully he can emerge, or it's kind of like shit off the pot for him. And, uh, watch too. watch your language, it's a family
1: show. Watch your language, family yep. show.
3: I think we just have to see something from those guys. I know I know they were, you know, a little, uh, Sherwood was banged up, but I think it's time for those two to show a little bit something. I mean, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I'm, I'm looking at, like, the, the run stuff, and I'm looking at guys like how the competition is going to work from, like, you know, Al Woods, I know JFM, they talked about moving him inside, which I like that next to Q. I mean, I think yeah. Kenzo Smart can be a guy, too, that a lot of people aren't talking about. He's been on the team for a couple of years. He showed flashes in the preseason. A lot of people are saying, oh, we don't have a guy to play next to Q. And, I mean, Al Woods is good, but he's he's up there in age. So, I mean, a guy like Tenzel Smart, I think I got my eyes on during training camp.
1: Mm-hmm. Michael Clemens as well, a lot of people – you know, uh, yeah. moving, I think he's both yeah. up yeah, to like two ninety. He's
3: up mean. to like two
1: ninety. Yeah, so they're going to be moving him inside too. You know what I mean?
3: Right. So I mean, him, him, JFM next to Q, and, and then the mm-hmm. outside you have J, JJ uh, Huff and those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, like that, that's a successful. That's that's a recipe to win, no matter who you're versus. I mean, we've seen a little bit last year with you know JJ. But, I mean, I think a lot of people are sleeping on JJ because, I mean, he had three and a half sacks his rookie year coming off of injury. I think he's going to be the guy that kind of, you know, turns
1: into form year two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when you're talking about – we're talking about this defensive line, right? You're talking about all the guys who got inside. You talked a little bit about Q. One of the big things is getting Q under contract. You know, like this is still kind of looming out here. And I want to know from you – do you think the New York Jets will get Quentin Williams under contract? Do you think they'll get that extension done before a training camp starts?
3: Yeah, I'm not worried about that at all. I mean, Salah pretty much. I mean, doing it and saying it's two different things. But I mean, I think the whole the hold up. I mean, I thought we were going to get this Aaron Rodgers contract ripped up already. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. prolonging the queue extension because they they technically still didn't rip the contract up for Rodgers. So. I think that when that's done, I think that could be part of the holdup, too. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it's going not, not to take? Really, putting... I'm not really worried about Q's extension at all. I think it'll get done. Yeah. How, I think, I mean, how the much framework's already take? there. The framework's already there. I mean, you've seen what these guys, uh, John, uh, what's his name, from the Redskins got. I mean, I think it's going to be like a four-year, 115, hey, 110, no 80, 80, 75 guarantee, something like that. I mean, the framework's already there. So, I don't think it's really too much to hammer out. I mean, it's probably the guarantees at i mean, I heard it's the years Q wants four mm-hmm. he wants five, so i mean if the money if the money's not the question and the years is the problem, I think they they can just get to the get to the the bottom of it before camp, hopefully,
1: yeah, you know when you look at the situation, especially again, you brought up the guy uh you know with the commanders he got signed, also a guy with the giants as well. It's going to probably be 25, 26, maybe 27 per that's going to take to get him signed. I'm hoping it gets done sooner or later. I'd like to see him get that extension before training camp starts. Uh, that would be great, man, to see Q get paid. And, again, that would really set, this, set up a really nice situation, letting these young guys know, listen, if you come here and you ball out, you don't cause any problems. You come here and you do what needs to be done, and you perform the way Q is done, right, because he clearly – was one of the best players on defense for us last Mm -hmm. season, all the work that he put in. You could argue he was the best player we had uh, last season on our defense. Uh, You come in here and you do what needs to be done here, then we'll pay you and we'll keep you a New York Jet. That sets a nice standard here. Now, my next question for you, Justin, because there's so much to discuss about this Jets football team, you talked about JJ, man. You talked about Jermaine Johnson. We saw him miss some time last year as well, dealing with the injury. There's a lot of expectations. People want him to take the next step, especially – Providing some pass rush here with the New York Jets. When you look at him, what are your thoughts about him this upcoming season, and how many sacks could you see him having this upcoming season?
3: See, uh, I've been having a debate with my friend about the sacks from the defensive line. He, he I, I think this defensive line is going to have fifty-five plus sacks. If you just take, just say, I, I mean, just take Q's number. Say he repeats what he had last year, twelve. You take. Lawson, which mm-hmm. I mean, huh, people wanted to cut the guy last year. I think Lawson's gonna have fact. a double digit. That's tw- That's twenty-two right there. I think it's fair to say you could, you could maybe get five to seven from. I mean, I would say close to seven for JJ double what he had last year. That's twenty-nine sacks right there between the three guys. Not to mention the interior guys. So I think JJ's J's is anywhere from like five to eight. I would say. Mhm.
1: Okay. So I mean. Listen. That's thirty cool.
3: right th- that's around thirty right there between three guys. So mm-hmm. to me it's like I think this defensive line should have fifty five fifty five plus sacks with what everyone put together. Whoa. Whoa. That's my fifty five sack, yeah. sacks.
1: Fifty five sacks
3: season from the Jets? I mean I think there's I mean let's just go I mean, I think people last year we lacked turnovers with the defense. I think that obviously mm-hmm. needs to improve, but you know, getting more pressure up front could help the back end. Still. I think 55 is honestly realistic. I mean, I broke it down. It's mm-hmm. only really three and a half sacks per game, which that's not really a crazy number if you're a top three defense
1: to get after yeah. the quarterback. No, I, listen.
3: So I listen, think that's I, a
1: real expectation for the D-line. Yeah, no, listen, I, I can see it, especially, again, if Jermaine Johnson is taking the next step and he really continues to push forward. I think he's going to have a big-time impact. You talked about Carl Lawson. I was a guy that advocated for Carl Lawson when people were talking about getting rid of him. He had seven yep. sacks last season. I think he was second on the New York Jets, and that was coming off of an ACL injury. I yep. think he stepped back in there this season and really provides another, another push, especially with everything that's around him. And we haven't even talked about Bright Huff yet a guy that's come in and been a monster on third downs, been a guy that's been in that rotation and really put in work too. I really expect him to have a big impact as well. And another guy that I want to talk to you about, Justin, listen, Will McDonald, man. This was a guy the New York Jets took in the first round. A lot of people uh, weren't necessarily happy. I was, you know, excited about the pick. He wasn't a guy that I thought the New York Jets would go after, but especially after Broderick Jones came off the board, it kind of became – you know, kind of a crapshoot of who they would pick and who they would take there as far as fans guessing. Uh, but Will McDonald is now here. He's a guy that I think is going to be added as well to have some impact in the pass rush. Give me your thoughts about him, and what are your expectations for him as a rookie as well coming in and, and being able to affect the New York Jets defense in the pass rushing department? Yeah. I mean, see, that's that's the
3: tricky part. I mean, we have so many guys on this defensive line. I mean, I know Salah likes to keep them all fresh, but I don't – I mean, I guess like four to five sacks, I mean, he's a first-round pick, so you got to have a little expectation. But, I mean, I guess the the same expectation really is for J.J. I mean, four or five sacks for Will McDonald, I think that should be a realistic goal. I mean, I don't know how much – See, that's the tricky part with this defensive line. I mean, it's really going to become, like, depending on how many snap counts each guy gets too. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think four or five sacks for a rookie first-rounder is real expectations. But, I mean, these guys are going to be in and out. I mean, I don't even know if, you know, we're we're not even talking about a guy like Solomon Thomas that they re-signed, brought back. I don't even know how many of these guys you realistically can keep on the defensive line.
1: I mean, the New York Jets I mean, are definitely going to keep guys, a lot of defensive linemen.
3: That, yeah, that's They're going to keep thinking. a lot of defensive linemen I think we was like, nine sure. last year. But, I, mean, yeah, I think it was, like, nine or ten, yeah.
1: So, I mean – Yeah, I think it was, like, nine or curious.
3: ten. Yeah, so I'd be curious to see if, you know, if someone stand, these guys are standing out, if Joe Douglas does the typical like he did with uh, Cashman and those type of guys and try to flip some of these guys for late-round picks or whatever. That should be interesting to see when the preseason comes, but I don't know. It's going to be an exciting
1: season. Yeah, it is. It's going to be an extremely exciting season. Listen, Justin, before I let you go, man, we haven't talked in a little bit. I'm hyped about the season as you're hyped about the season as well. We haven't talked about Aaron Rodgers. I haven't talked to you in a minute about A-Rod coming here. Man, what was it like the second that you found out that he was officially a New York yet? How hyped were you, man? Oh, I I was, oh my, I was like, I I couldn't wait.
3: Like, I literally could not wait until the news broke because it was literally like, it was like a life pause for like literally like two Mm -hmm. months straight because it wasn't official yet. Then he just said it and it was like a, a burden off my shoulders, but it was just like, it was just a surreal feeling. I don't even think it's really kicked in yet. I mean, it's kicked in a little bit, but like, The second he runs through that tunnel and I actually see it live at training camp, it's going to feel surreal because, I mean, we've never had an MVP or anyone even close to the statute. I mean, we had the the false hope for Ryan Fitzpatrick in 2015, but, I mean, this is going to be, be, like, surreal, like, when it happens. So, I mean, I haven't fully really processed it yet, honestly, until it actually happens. I think it's, like,
1: still fake kind of in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, it, it's wild. Just I got them on my screen. I'll talk about them. It's crazy. Listen, Justin, I got a slide off. It was phenomenal speaking to you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. I haven't heard from you in a little bit, my friend. Yeah, sure. I, I will I will be at training camp, so I will, you know, call, call
3: in live and get some live updates for the callers. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Salutes, Justin. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Uh, you too. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. GBH in the chat says, Joe, how much do you think Rogers is asking for? Got to save face with Green Bay as well as these athletes got pride at large at the Grand Canyon. Listen, I hear you. From everything, and these are just rumors, okay? These are just rumors. Everything that I've heard as far as the reports that are swirling, I believe it was Connor Hughes talked about, possibly that Aaron Rodgers is going to be giving back money to really help the New York Jets set up to continue to build around him and continue to build when he's gone. That was the talk. So I don't know what the contract's going to look like, but, again, man, he's made so much money in his career, it's insane. It would not surprise me at all if he took as least as he could possibly take to really help the New York Jets do just that, continue to build around him, continue to set him up, Because I'm telling you, he wants nothing more but to stick it to Green Bay for doing what they did. He wants nothing more than that, right? If he comes here, I mean, he wins on two fronts. You come here and win a Super Bowl, we'll love you forever. I don't give a damn what happens, okay? You come here to the New York Jets and win a Super Bowl here, I'm telling you, this fan base will love him forever. But also, if he wins the Super Bowl here, He gets to rub that in the face of Green Bay and that front office over there. I told you I could do it, and I told you I could still do it, and uh, I got it done. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Again, continue to put your questions in the chat. We'll come to you guys, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in, everybody. Please be patient. We're going to get to everybody next. I'm going to get to my guy, Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Listen, Rusty, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know,
0: Rusty, he's a savage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> salutes Joe, salutes the savages. Rusty, bruh, what is going on? Listen, Rusty, I went off earlier on the show, okay, about hard knocks, all right? According to reports, the New York Jets will be assigned hard knocks. I'm not the biggest fan Lame. of this. I will watch it if it actually happens, but I think it could be a distraction. I think Sulla didn't want it because it's gonna. It could possibly be a distraction as well. Give me your thoughts about it, man. How do you look at this situation? Lame as hell, bro. <laughs>
4: Straight up, <laughs> like uh, I'm with you. Uh, flight, we 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 have it with flight 23 and prior to flight 22, 21. We made Hard Knocks what it is. The, you, know? you know the Alice Cowgirls can say whatever they want. You know the the Ravens, I believe they are the only ones that actually won a Super Bowl after doing it. I think they were the actual first ones. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, now we we made hard knocks through <laughs> with Rex and everything, and they're just trying to repeat it. And hey, HBO, just to let you know, bro, we're we're a family. We're not, you know, like the '85 Bears to where you had the defense that wanted to kill the offense and the offense that wanted to embarrass the defense, you know, and you had separate coaching staff. We're on the same par. We're dangerous. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we get blackballed into being into it. Dude, really? Like, send it to Washington. You know? go Like, go... I, I, it's ridiculous. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't... And... Yeah, I don't know, man. It... It it chat, it grinds my gears, you know it really does. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it PG thirteen, but you know it, it really does, and it's unnecessary. And it's a thousand percent correct. It is going to be a distraction, whether we, because mm. we're going to get all the other fair weather fans. You know, Rogers. You know, Rogers has his fans, and Rogers has his. You know, that's how Green Bay is. You don't. Like, they mm. want to say that they're all they're, – they're pinkies up buttercup. That's literally – go ahead and see me on the street too, Green Bay fans. I don't care. They're, you guys can't <laughs> tussle and rumble. So, like, it,
0: it,
4: you know, it, they listen. they are what they are, and they smell like the cheese. And, and it's all watered down. They, they, ain't, they ain't blue cheese crumble by no means. You know, they're that stinky, Rusty. god-awful whiz stuff that's out of a can.
1: Yeah, after you watch it, okay? Listen, that I am sorry, Day fans on me.
0: <laughs> I was minding well, I'm my. I am sorry, business to you, Not they to have them.
1: Been after me, oh man! Listen, they have been they have been after me. Okay, ever since we got a Rod, I was just minding my business, and they were coming at me left and right. I just was like, whatever, man. I just had to walk Dude, away. They're doggy paddling of it, love. Yeah, man, it was wild. But look, I <laughs> listen. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. But I want to ask you this question, though, Rusty, right from the other side. What do you say to people that say that the New York Jets should welcome the distraction of hard knocks, that hard knocks provide a distraction, it provides a challenge for you (laughs) to work through, and that if Coach Miller can't work through having a distraction right now, that he's not a good head coach (laughs) and that the Jets are going to fail anyway, so what does it matter? This is something that someone said. What are your thoughts about that perspective?
4: kick rocks and pounds of salt. I remember my first beer. Like, dude, okay. <laughs> you're, you, you, you're not seeing Belichick doing that. You're not seeing Mike Tomlin do that, even when he was the first, you know, when he got the reins of the Steelers. Imagine that, you know, like, mm-hmm. dude man had a chance in his first two years, you know, to do that mm-hmm. if he really wanted to. They know what they're doing. And you know yeah. what? It's crazy, man. I feel like Al Davis, the younger Al Davis with teeth still in his mouth, but nonetheless, you know, like, I, mm-hmm. I dude, I honestly think NFL is geared towards us, dude. I think we're the new Raiders, I sh- I like, on all the Super you know Bowls what? and everything, and I think we're going to push through. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to Andy Dufresne it. I think mm-hmm. we're going to come out clean okay. on the other side
1: with multiple. Okay.
4: And then to oh. rub it into it. A lot of people want to say uh-huh. things, man. I'm still not doubting Zach. Like, I got I got tight because, you know, Dick Chimney set him up on that interview, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he put him in a hurricane type of thing and then, you know, asked him a question and checked his man card. What are you going to do? I wouldn't mm-hmm. done the same thing as Zach come back. You know, like, we didn't hear the full thing. And now, mm-hmm. you know, RIP Coach Knapp, that was not our things. So now he's got, yeah. Let them simmer, let them chill out, and this is the way of the force. And I – dude, it, it's – we're going to go on a rampage. That's how I feel. It. And then especially, too, I, I, I strongly feel that we're going to have a – like when it's third and long, I, I think we're going to have a 187 package with with Huff, McDonald, Q, Clemens, JJ, and Lawson, and mm-hmm. just – yeah, cuz McDonald and JJ they could pull back to linebackers if need be and then everybody else can switch out. like what are you going to do? And uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Uh we're going to put them people and I I really you know, I sounded crazy when I said 70 sacks last time. I I honestly think we're going to get that and then some and then those
1: wow, okay. turnovers.
4: I really do. I'm feeling it. Yeah. We're pissed and the team I think the feels Eagles- it
1: and I think the Eagles last season had seventy sacks or close to it. I think they yeah. did have seventy sacks. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I, I do I,
4: too. I think they I think they went above seventy, but I know that I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they hit that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. I I think look, Justin was talking about it. That uh, <laughs> that that fifty five sixty sack range. I I wouldn't be surprised if we do hit that, especially with a lot of the things that we have, guys in the package, guys in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, that we're gonna be able to That's throw at it. people. It's insane, man. It's insane.
0: And Ridic one of the guys that he brought I as love well, it
1: Jermaine Johnson is a guy that I and I know a lot of people, uh, you know, just have him kinda coming out and doing his thing, but he's a guy to me that is gonna have to answer a lot of questions this upcoming season. Last season he For was real? all right, right? He kinda did his thing well, but he also missed some he... games as well due to injury. He had some positive flashes, right? That one, uh, that the, the play, uh, well, the game against Buffalo, he made a big-time tackle uh, to stop, uh, you know, the, the Buffalo's quarterback, Josh Allen, on a big stop. He was making plays, but I think this that's year he's going to be asking Tracking. a lot of questions. Can he get to that next year? Can he put it together? And that's what I want to ask you, Rusty. What are your expectations for Jermaine Johnson this upcoming season? Well, to be real with you, I, when we first got him, I didn't like to pick
4: just because of our luck with Florida. You know what I mean? Like, if you're from mm-hmm. the state of, if if you're representing the state of Florida in college, and you're coming to us, it, it, we were, you know, polite and all those types of cats. Like, mm-hmm. we, we weren't doing good in it. Now, him, like, what he, even though he didn't accumulate a, a crazy amount of sacks or nothing, like, he's smart, dude. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, like, uh, knock on wood, but, like, he he already proved me wrong, you know, with his attitude and it's just go, go, go. And it's got to say, man, I'm loving these Juco kids, man. When you get the right ones,
0: ooh. Yeah.
4: Uh, oh, man. Like, I'm and, you. yeah. And, like, because they're young men, you know, they realize whatever. Mm-hmm. They messed up as kids now all of a sudden they're like wait what you know <laughs> we get a clemens we get jjs like it's yeah i i hope i hope the curse is reversed with the florida kids and uh yeah he's pleasantly surprising me i i just hope he keeps on going up in stock you know what i mean mhm and uh yeah. no listen cuz when he when he when he got josh like I I hate Josh Allen I uh, <laughs> I hope we break his legs I'm not kidding <laughs> and like when he caught him off like when the guy's doing his thing and you know we're we're used to it we're like oh, all right he's gonna you know Josh is just gonna go to the sideline break out of it you know break an arm tackle type of thing and JJ's like yeah no no I'm a dude bro <laughs> you're you're not passing go. And I loved it. He pulled the Monopoly guy on him. And, oh, yeah, that's another thing. Josh Allen, yo, I'm gar- I, 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 He's going to plummet, bro. I don't see Buffalo, and call me crazy, I don't see them winning more than seven games this season because of the Madden cover and because it Whoa. was Dable. Yeah, it's like that. Look at his trajectory. Like, he's not nothing without Dable. He's just going down. Like, he's. Yeah, he's going down like ships in battle, and wow, yeah, so you can see the fear in his okay, eye too. Okay. Like, yeah, um,
1: listen. Of course, I hate, I, I hate listen. the
4: Barfalo Miserables, but you know, just adds, adds another cookie to the cookie.
1: I, Rusty, I hear you. I want nothing more than to see that happen, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to call that shot because they still got some weapons over there, and McDermott's over there. He's a heck of a head coach. I know they got yep. some issues with digs right now. You know they were going through uh, some stuff earlier on. I, you know, I'm keeping my nose out of that business, you know, because everything we got going on here. But uh, we definitely are taking a step forward, and Jermaine Johnson, uh, you know, being that guy and really, cool. really taking that next step in his career is going to go a huge way for the he's, for the Jets uh, defense going forward. So he's I'm looking Abrams like, done. bro. He really
4: is mm-hmm. like to keep it real. Wow. He's looking Abrams like. He's looking like Jonathan. Okay. He Okay, okay. You know? Like he uh he's like Jonathan but a little bit fast you know, I don't wanna say it, but the mm-hmm. dude's got it if he you know Jesus. if he's dedicated like he was
1: last year and he just
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. We're we're gonna we, be
1: freaking terrifying. On when defense. we're talking about our defense. You know, when we're talking about our defense, particularly our defensive line, do you think we'll see Quentin Williams get his extension before training camp starts? It starts on the twentieth, July twentieth. You know, that, that that's that's coming up. You know, I hope so. That's so. we'll, <laughs> next month. Do you see the New York Jets getting that deal done? Do you see them getting that extension before training camp starts? Did Did we square away
4: Rodgers' whole thing yet,
1: or is that still not yet? Like contract, up to the mercy. His, his, yeah, his contract hasn't been like completely sorted out. I know that that was another thing that was definitely, took, in my personal opinion, I think that that's probably what the holdup is with Q, is so they can yeah, really like, tie the knots and dot the eyes there and make sure that they have everything you know squared away with Rogers. But yeah, that's, that's what not I'm feeling done all yet. as well. I it would have been done, but it's not done yet.
4: Yeah, I think as soon as we square away Rodgers, I think Q is just going to be right there, and then, yeah, because I, I think I think JD wants to give him the money, but isn't there like isn't there some weird like financial thing with the league like July twentieth, and then because that's when everybody's like a free agent or I don't know, like you get into the money aspects, it gets pretty crazy, but I think is. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as dominoes go, I think as soon as it's taken care of with Rogers, I think Q gets taken mm-hmm. care of immediately. Like, okay. that okay. day, if not, you know, within three to four days. That's that's what I feel. Because yeah. cause Quinn, he already got signed, right? I mean, uh, uh, Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, Quincy,
1: Quincy definitely. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely
4: he got his due. Yeah, Q's going to be here, and that's, that's what I think, man. I, I think that they're just waiting on the Rogers things. You know, put your ducks mm-hmm. in a row, and then we have to sign Q. Like it's uh, yeah. we gotta we gotta keep our homegrown. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And no, listen,
1: I hear you You're talking about guys that are homegrown. Brees Hall, man. There's been a lot of talk Ooh. about him, right? Lovely. You know, he's coming off that ACL. He's coming off that ACL. He's working to get back. And I'm talking to a lot of Jets fans, Rusty, and I'm starting to feel. I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm starting to feel that the expectations are a bit too high for him because he's coming off that ACL. I've been talking to Jets fans that have been saying, hey, they expect him to get, you know, over 1,000 yards, 1,000-plus. And I'm looking at it like, man, coming off of an ACL injury, it's going to take him some time. I want to get your thoughts on this, man. Do you feel like the expectations for Brees Hall coming off that ACL injury are too high from the fan base and the media at this point? Yes,
4: absolutely. And – like you know, there's only one Adrian Peterson. Like that doesn't happen. Fact. Like, Lawson's even a freak. You know he couldn't. Like Thugs was the only one to come back from an ACL. Uh, I mean, like Achilles, like he did. And Lawson was yeah. a dog last year, and he still had. You know, mm-hmm. it still took him two. And mm-hmm. I, I really, I, I think that we're not going to pull the trigger on Cook. I hope that we get uh, Kareem Hunt. Now, I know he has troubled past histories and stuff, but hopefully that's in his mm-hmm. past. But I I don't I don't even want us to play Brees until after our bye. You know, there's no reason wow, okay. to. Like, it, okay. yeah, you know, like, because say they, they we're doing, you know, knock on wood again, you know, a little bit bad in there. Now all of a sudden you have the inspiration from the team. You know, all right, Brees is coming back after the bye. We're going to, you know, we're going to. We're going to bless some cats to where if you start them week one, now all of a sudden you're in a hole, you're three and three, you're, you know, two and four. God, don't even want to say it, but, you know, stuff happens. What are you going to do then? Now the demeanor of the team is shot. They're not, you know. So now also at the same time, I think Carter's gone, bro. I think he's gone. What? I, th- I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think we're talk, trading him.
1: Talk. Okay, we're gonna go on this. We're gonna go. Go ahead. You think Michael Carter yeah. is gonna be gone? You don't think he's on the roster? Yeah. You don't think he'll make the roster? Wow. No,
4: no. no. I think I think Tell he'll make why. the roster. But okay. I I think for this reason, I think we're gonna do something like sign Kareem Hunt or even get Cook. But mid the midseason trade, I think Carter's gone. He's unfortunately tagged with, uh, you know, it doesn't look good so, for Jets players so you, on, under on, the on, JD thing. Hold on a second, hold when they hold put on out. A second,
1: hold on. Let me make sure everything is clear here. Let me make sure that I'm, yeah. I'm clear about, and the audience is clear about what you're saying. You think that Michael Carter will start the season with the Jets, and then mm-hmm. once, if we end up with Dalvin Cook or, or Kareem Hunt, Once the season starts, once Brees Hall is back into the fold, you think that Michael Carter is going to end up getting traded midseason to another football team because he's just – you think he's too far gone. He's not going to be able to produce with the Jets.
4: Not produce with the Jets, but mentally,
1: yeah. I –
4: just because he did – because of what he did with Twitter, put himself out there. Then he jumped on with more, like – you know, JD doesn't play games with that stuff, man. We've every single person that we've ever seen go out and do something like that has been gone, minus Mims somehow. When, but yet the whole coaching staff hates Mims. Like if you look back on it, man, like it started with Jamal.
1: Oh, okay. Look, I I understand what you're saying, Rusty, but I don't agree. And here's why. Okay. Do I like? Did, did I like what Michael Carter did on Twitter? No. Everyone knows. First off, I'm very straightforward. I love Michael Carter the same way I love Makai Beckton. I get smoke for both of those things. Okay.
4: Oh, Makai's my guy. I like- I'm with you. Me and you are the me, you, oh, and Green Bean are like the last three on that. Rusty. So I'm with you, so. It's been rough. We
1: know it. Rusty, it's. It's been rough, Rusty. You you and I, mm-hmm. we, we driving in that car. Yeah, though, we're there. But, yeah, here's, here's, the <laughs> here's the deal. We're warriors, only. Yeah, here's yeah. the deal. Michael Carter, I understand, like, like what he did on Twitter, and he does need to settle down on that stuff. But what I think Michael right. Carter can do in this offense with this quarterback, I think is going to be crazy. Especially you're right. if Brees Hall does not start this season, Okay, and that's why I talk about expectations. There's a chance he might not be ready week one. There's a chance of. That. I hope he is right. There's a chance I hope that he, he might not play. Okay. Oh, well, let's not hope he isn't. Yeah,
0: let's hope no, he not is. not <laughs> not, <laughs> see, no, not like that. In. I
4: hope he is, okay, but good, we're <laughs> you know we hold him back. You know, yeah, right, yeah, that's on, that's a little Yeah,
1: let let's not wish you know wish he's not good. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no, 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 no let's slow down on that. Okay. Yeah.
4: Let's, let's, yeah. Let's, it's
1: you know that he's, he's ready to go, but I'm pumping brakes. That's all I'm doing. I'm not <laughs> Yeah. Okay. If, if, if he's not ready though, right. If he's not ready week one, I think the guy you immediately look at to carry the rock is Michael Carter. Yes. He didn't have a great season last mm. season, but I don't think that that's just on Michael Carter. And let me tell you why. Right. First off, the New York Jets had issues along the offensive line. That that offensive line could not open holes to run anywhere. No Beckins, there was just a mishmash of guys right and even ATV, the guy we love. We all love him, right? Well, ATV eventually sat down due to injury. There was I mean it was all over the place, right? Guys coming. He guys is ATV. You know what? Guys. You're right. You should change. Yo, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you're a thousand. He
4: is an all terrain vehicle, dude. He really is.
0: He, he, it shouldn't be
3: AVT. It should be
4: ATV. Yo, dude, that guy can play every offensive position. I'm sorry, I just had to let you know. My bad. Go ahead. My bad. Listen, yeah.
1: listen. So you got ATV moving around all over the place, from guard to to tackle to just crazy, right? But then he ends up going down. We, we were already missing tackles. It was all over the place. That offensive line couldn't open yeah. up holes, especially with all the injuries that had occurred. Right
0: then we didn't
1: have mm-hmm. issues. Then you have issues, right, with your quarterback. And let me tell you why that impacts Michael Carter. One, yo, Zach Wilson couldn't hit the broad the broadside of a barn. How many times did we watch Zach Wilson throw the ball over guys' heads on screen passes, or throwing the ball into yeah. the dirt? Guys coming out the backfield, like. Bro, Michael Carter, even when he was trying to come out the backfield and get going that way, we couldn't find a quarterback that could do any that could hit him. Right? Carter back, did have that on though. Yeah, I mean, he—I think he had like one or, or two fumbles last season. But l- if you look at Michael Carter, In like, situation, But that you go back, you go back, and you watch that Bengals game with Mike White. He's the single reason why we that won that game. He was running all over the place where well, you got an offensive line that can't open holes. you got a quarterback that can't get you involved in the passing game. Oh, in 2021? Then you have an offensive coordinator. Yeah, Then you have an offensive coordinator yeah. in Mike LaFleur that uh. literally would just go away from the running game. Oh, I hate if, that guy. Even if they were getting things going, remember? Mike LaFleur, we, we all talked about it. There was issues play calling Me? with Mike LaFleur as well in his utilization. So I think that just dumbing yeah, on Michael Carter from and just get- blaming him solely. So you. Yeah, I I, I think to just dumping on Michael Carter and blaming him solely and just saying, Oh, well he just sucks I don't think it was just he just sucks. I don't think he just sucks, right? I think that there was issues I, didn't in say he
0: I just
1: again, even when we talk about Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson was so bad, you know what defenses were doing? They would just clog the lanes. That was literally yeah, that was... to run against the Jets. You just sat in the box, right? Because Zach Wilson's not gonna beat you with his arm. You just sit Crowd the box. He um, will, though. That's the crazy part. Yeah, and just beg every beg Zach Wilson to beat you with his arm. He ain't going to do it. Dude, if I think I Wilson's know it was LaFleur. Yeah, if you look at Zach Wilson's rookie year, the first game he played against the Panthers, look at their defensive scheme, right? Look at the stuff that they ran. If you go all throughout Zach Wilson's issues and struggles, even that season, Defenses did the exact same thing that they did. They just It was the same game plan. Stacked the box. Yeah,
4: and Belichick freaking on. honed in on it. Sucked.
1: Belichick did it. Everybody did it. Everybody did it. It was the same Belichick thing. Belichick did it, did it the, the worst, though. Thing. Yeah. Of oh, course. That's, I that's, hate that's, that guy I mean, so Philichek. much. Yeah. So, it's like when you, when you say that, it's like, okay, well, why did the Jets run, and, run a game struggle once Brees Hall left? Why did the Jets, you know, why did Michael Carter struggle once every – it was like, hey, there was injuries. Zach Wilson, and then there was Will floor, so yeah, he was if a you bad look at this one. situation. the way that Nathaniel Hackett utilizes running backs, Michael Carter could be the guy, and i and I talked about this earlier. I think he could again, if Brees Hall is not fully ready, I think Michael Carter could be the guy that could lead the New York Jets running back group in receiving yards he can't easily. pound it though he's got to be a- like. He is going to be. I think uh, he can't count it though.
4: Field. Like Bam can yeah. though. No, he can I, I don't, run. Like I'm, he I'm can... with you, but I like Bam better. As far as like, I like I like Carter's personality. Dude's awesome. But as far dude. as just killing you, dude, I, I love Bam. Not kidding. I don't right. I don't know I so much that. about abracadabra, but dude, Bam showed up last year, and <laughs> I'm just saying. I love Abracadabra. Yeah. I don't know. He's cool. He's like the magic man. I'm here. Now I'm not.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I butchered
4: <laughs> his last name, so I just call him Abracadabra.
1: Yeah, a man Yo, No, <laughs> I hear you. I, abracadabra, everybody calls us different stuff. Look, I hear you, and I hear everybody has their preference. But I'm here to tell you, okay, I'm driving the Michael Carter uh, car, okay? I'm the leader of the Michael Carter fan club, all right? It's been rough. I know that it's been He's rough with shifty, him. He's shifty, bro. I can I, definitely I, do better. Sh- Go ahead, go He's ahead. Shifty, there are things you could
4: do but, better, but he is shifty. But it's it, It's just his goal line and his pound pal- to get the one yard. He, you can't. I like. I can't rely on him on that. You know, in a way, mm-hmm. like I've seen it, and there's nothing against. You know that. It, like he has the soul and he has a warrior spirit, but dude, I don't know. I, I've We've seen it too, man. I don't know. Bam can. Bam doesn't get negative Mm -hmm. yards. It's crazy. Like, he just falls forward. Same thing with Kareem Hunt. Mm. I... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And he's a cheap version of it. Yeah. Like, it's... Okay. And the dude wants a ring. So if... Like, I would love to have Cook around. But if Cook wants to play games and he wants to do that Miami stuff... Have fun in South Beach, homie. We'll see ya. <laughs> and you know, I'd I'd rather get hit by some of the wolphins, those stupid fish, mm-hmm. than like anybody in, like Hugh Clemens or any of that. So you know, God bless you, and don't let the door hit you with a good lord,
1: good lord, split you. You know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what now listen, Rusty, you you bring in the heat now. Just my final question before I let you go. When you look at this draft class, this class draft class that we've had, right, we got rookies in the building, guys we expect to make big-time impact. Is there a rookie in this draft cast, this recent one, that you look at that you think could end up snatching a starting spot from a New York Jets veteran in this upcoming training camp, man? There's a lot of battles out there, right? Who do you think oh, yeah. in this rookie draft class can end up snatching a spot from a veteran in this uh, upcoming and, training am I, camp? Uh,
4: Am I allowed to say one that was drafted and one that was a UDFA?
1: Yeah, go go ahead. I go think ahead. I think I'll there's gonna be see.
4: two. I think okay. I think go, Will
0: yeah,
4: is I think I think Will is, but he we're gonna see him more this year on like third down packages and things. I okay. I think they're just gonna be like, Alright, lightning in a bottle, go kill him. You know? He's just mm-hmm. gonna be a seek and destroy. And the other guy I think is going to be Dean the third out of uh, Florida, the safety. I think. You think he's going to dude, be a starter lo- here? Yeah, I think he will. Wow, dude.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, I watched that kid throughout college, and yeah, and I had I had four of them. Uh, it was him, Skinner, Cataloon didn't come out this year again. Which that's that's my mm-hmm. favorite safety. He finally has to come out next year, and then mm-hmm. uh, the kid from Arkansas and um, Brandon Joseph loved that kid too. Mm-hmm. That's who I thought the top four was, and I, I I don't know, man. I got a feeling about Dean. I really do. He might be the he might honestly be the Dean of Mean because he's smart, he's tactical, he has hands,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and he's humble. So I don't know. We got we got dudes at safety. Believe it or not, that you know, awesome mindsets were the top gems of it. Like we we honestly we we it, it so stinks that Clay got injured, but then we got Amos. That's insane, dude.
0: We got yeah. freaking
4: Amos. Yep. That's yeah. That's dude. That's a lot, and especially with our our front. Like Green Bay didn't have a pass rush, we do. So he's gonna be like he was in his first two, his first season or two from Green Bay, and how he was when he played for the Bears. Yo, yeah. NFL is about to get chain checked for real, yeah. and you know you so can you put think, us on hard knocks, and we're gonna show you.
1: Yeah. So you're thinking Trey Dean is gonna be able to steal a safety position? You said who the other? Who's the other guy that you picked?
4: I think Will. I think well, Will might get in that.
1: there off of, wow. yeah, like, I, I think later on in what the do think season. What you he's going to play? Are you thinking that he's at, where, 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 where do you think, you, you think an end? Are you thinking linebacker? Because I know there's been talk about, uh, you know, his ability. To yeah, play that's what the I'm dirt, thinking. You like think you said,
4: be I think he's going to. I, I think, like how you said, I think he's gonna be a weird hybrid. I think he's gonna be like mm. a like a Mosley, but then like a defensive end to where you can put him in any type of down. He can drop back, run with the best of them, and then go kill them too mm. at the same time. I think, I think that's what we're gonna do because he's a
0: freak.
4: I think, and he's faster mm-hmm. than Mosley too.
1: Yeah, and stronger. I mean, yeah. That guy, Will McDonald, he got some bend on him. I mean, if, if Yo, let me tell you something. A, a, rookie nasty, a rookie that I think is going to be able to steal a spot, man, for sure. A guy that I think is definitely going to be able to challenge from this recent draft class is Joe Tipman. I need Joe Tipman yeah. to win that, uh, that oh, center dude, spot. Oh, dude, I thought
4: bro. he was starting regardless.
1: I, <laughs> I, I hate yeah. our center. You <laughs>
4: know it. I can't stand him. He's already you know, gone. I, I
1: need Joe Tipman to win that, that center spot. Yeah. I do not want to see Connor McGovern playing on that, you I know, at that starting center spot this year. I don't want to see
4: it. Can't you. stand
1: McGovern. I'm so with you. Listen. Listen, Rusty. It's been phenomenal speaking with you. This is a great call, as always. I love talking to you about the team. I got to slide off. Next Absolute time a pleasure, he pleasure friend. Right? This is a good call, man. It's a good call.
4: You Absolutely. Have Let's kill it. Let's go. do us
1: Salutes, fellow savages. Salutes, man. Salutes. Listen. That was a call, all right. We going back and forth. We're gonna go ahead and shut the show down. This has been quite a show. I apologize to any callers that I missed. I don't think we missed anybody. Um, you're getting every getting after it, man. Getting after it, all right. Oh, whew. a lot of talk about man. Hard knocks. That got me. I'm steaming about that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm with Coach Sulla. I'm not a fan. Okay, I'm not a fan of that. Don't force stuff on us. We're trying to get it done. We're trying to get the ultimate goal finished here, all right? So listen, it's your boy Long Beach Joe, man. We're going to close this out. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shame to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show, all right? Also, your boy is on Twitter, okay? Go on over to Twitter, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, okay? That's the show's Twitter page. You can also type in at YoungJ000. That's my personal Twitter. All right, go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, at all times, okay? I have that Vera Tucker jersey on. I'm just saying, man, he was all over the offensive line last season, right? Tackle, right tackle, left tackle, guard spots. We all know he could he could play every single position on this line, you know? Even center. You know, people doubting it. Don't doubt it. That center spot is there. And I think he could play that too. The big answer to the question, okay, is that if you want a good lineman, just go to USC, man. That's what it is. Trojans. Okay, we're just different. Okay, we're built differently. We go in and get the job done. Go to USC, get yourself a football player, you'll be good to go. Okay, fight on. All right? So uh, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. If you want to see the show live, you you want to get involved with all the shenanigans, you want to get involved with the savages as well, come on over to YouTube. We stream the show live. Okay? Go to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell, all right? Give the videos a thumbs up. And if you want to troll me, you can troll me in the comments as well. We can go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. They'll cost you absolutely nothing, okay? They will always remain free no matter what anyone tells you. I want to thank Mateen Commit for coming on from the San Francisco Jets fan club. Again, everybody get involved with them, all right? Everything that they're doing, um, everything that they're doing on Facebook as well. I think it's San Francisco Jets fan club on Facebook. Go get involved with everything they're doing, man. That's a good club. I've had a lot of great times hanging out with them. And uh, salute and respect to everybody as well. Fourth of July is coming up. Enjoy your holidays and be safe, people. Be safe out there on those roads. Things can get a little wild. I want to make sure y'all remain safe, okay, and enjoy your 4th of July. So until next time, you folks have a good one. Peace. <laughs>